You probably won't be able to explain it until you start to try to talk about it. And you kind of have to be brave enough to want to talk to someone about it. And what better person than a friend, actually? <laughs> are you and what do you do who are you and, and what do you do who are you and, and what do you do? Uh, what's up y'all we're alphabet rockers here on Ohlone land known as oakland california that's right Ooh-coo. tommy solati shepherd he him this a uh-huh caitlin magosh she her hi i'm maya Elijah. My name is Jacob. I am Alex. My name is Isabel. Miles. Our mission in the world is to make music that makes change. We have the joy of being intergenerational. It's like intergalactic. That means you, no matter what your age, you matter. And we want to hear your voice. And let's make stuff together. That's right. And what do we do? We ask questions. And we ask questions about the questions. And we ask more questions. And then we put those questions all into the things that you hear in the world, in our music, in our art, on this podcast. That's what it is. Any questions? (laughs) So many questions. We love all your work. In music, in video format, in book format And now now. a book. Mm. And we also have a mutual love of questions. Mm, It's true. I guess the first one is not really a question. It's a request. Ooh. A request. As a request. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry. Requestion. Sorry. I love mashups, mashups. <laughs> so anytime we hear that, it's just diversion, but always connected. Tell us about your new book. You are oh. not alone, is what you the book is. And uh, it's about inclusion and empathy in a nutshell, but it has it's so rich in storytelling and, and really getting into the emotions of a few different children and we are positive that they're not the only ones that they are not alone in these feelings in this book. And it's the reason why it's out in the world because no one's alone in a lot of these feelings. Tell us what does alone mean? Oh, what does it mean to feel alone? It really is different for each person. When you don't have like anyone to talk to, you just feel like you're not being liked by other people if they're not including you. When people leave me out, I feel like an outsider alone. Lonely? When you're by yourself. There's a time in pre-K, everyone was holding hands, and they're all just running around the obstacles. And I felt really sad because they weren't letting me in the group. When we've asked kids recently, like, what makes you feel alone? Or how do you connect even with the characters in the book? Some kids said racism actually makes them feel really alone. Other kids said bullying makes them feel really alone. They also remind us, though, that their ideas can change both of those situations. So I think as we talk about these experiences that are really harmful, when we are harmed, we might feel really alone, like we're the only one because what we've experienced is completely unfair and didn't need to happen like that. 
in the book, you get to hear kids talking about stuff that was harming them and how another kid stood up with them. Or even there's an invitation to like imagine a space where you can be that kind of super friend for someone. I think that some of our friends have definitely had a feeling of alone, but I'm not sure if they've connected the word alone with the feelings they've had. When you have an alone feeling, how might you feel it in your body? In my body, it feels like it's sickness and it's it's just blood churning. You could be very afraid. Feels like I didn't eat breakfast and it's past lunch. Feels like I'm holding my breath. It feels like a tummy ache that I can't call, that I can't say what it is about. It feels like home sometimes. Alone feels like home in my body because sometimes I like to be. And when I don't like to be, I could be in a room full of people and still be alone. Alone in my thoughts. Alone in my harmonies. That's nice. Oh, thank you for your reflections. How do I feel alone? What does alone feel like to me? Sometimes I wonder if somebody forgot about me. Like, I'm in this room. Did you forget I'm in this room? It might be something small like that. You want to know? Like, everybody sees you in the way you want to be seen. So, did you notice this awesome pair of shoes I picked out? They make me into a superhero. You didn't notice me. You didn't notice me. But then there's bigger stuff, right? Like people didn't notice that your family is the way your family is. They want your family to look like their family. So they make judgments or they ask questions you don't like. Those things make you feel alone too. Thank you for... for thank you for doing what we you do. We didn't buy tickets to this show, Polly. We didn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's world changing. <clears throat> Polly, have you ever felt alone in your body? Yeah, sometimes I like the alone feeling. Alone can be a good feeling. It could be quiet. That could be good to be alone. When it's like mad or frustrating, you just want space. Alone can be a good feeling when you want some alone time. You want some space and you really want it. It makes you happy. Sometimes I want to break with friends, and that's okay. And sometimes the alone feeling, I might not understand it, or I might not know the name for it, but sometimes it doesn't feel good to me. Have you ever had an alone feeling that didn't feel good? Yeah. I have more alone feelings that don't feel good than not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. 
Have you ever had an alone feeling that didn't feel good and you weren't sure what to do about it? That's usually paired. They're usually like one and the same. So I feel alone. I feel left out. I feel hurt. And also nobody can help me. I don't know what to do. Spin, 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 spin. Spinning. So we've got to get down and ground ourselves again. Yeah. If I go for a walk alone in nature or I get to be in water, you know, giving thanks for this beautiful earth, these things might make me feel like those spinnings can kind of go into the open space. And friendship. Even if we're not talking about the spinning, and we laugh together about something or we play cards or my mind just finds other things that make sense. That's a relief. You play cards with your friends? Oh yeah. We're talking <laughs> Uno, we're talking Uno flip. We're talking make up the name of the card, make up the game, play imaginary cards. What card am I holding in my hand? Higher or lower? Yeah, we go. <laughs> I loved that you said you can have a friend. Someone who's with you. Someone you can count on to help you. And they can make you feel better when you're having an alone feeling, Mm. even if you're not talking about the alone feeling. You could ask them, are you alone and you want to join someone or... Do you want to just be alone? I could help by being their friend, and they don't have to join someone at all. Yeah. But how might you tell someone if you're having an alone feeling that you don't want to have? I think that's where a little bit of bravery comes in. Bravery. Because... If you don't know, if you don't know how to explain what you are going through, you probably won't be able to explain it until you start to try to talk about it. And you kind of have to be brave enough to want to talk to someone about it. And what better person than a friend actually <laughs> to actually, uh, you know, bounce ideas from? Hey, I have this idea that I have a feeling, and you might be able to help me with this don't know what it is this is how it feels in my body and that starts the discussion um but what what's really hard is actually what i'm trying to do now is find the words to say find the words you know finding words can be hard yeah that's why books and music that actually talk about the world and all the parts of it that aren't aren't fair like really help because then you have language for it, right? Mm -hmm. And you see a kid, maybe they don't look like you, but they went through something. Like, for example, there's this beautiful book, My Name is a Song, which I'm sure you've read, where these kids are learning how to say one another's names exactly as they need to be said. And you also hear that in our book too, because it's really important to us. You need to hear that your name is beautiful. And whether you chose your name, maybe your parents gave you one that didn't, feel like it fit you or they gave you a name that is so beautiful when it's in their voice and you don't hear it the same on other people's tongues and that doesn't feel good so if nobody puts a 
talks about that and you don't hear anyone say, hey, that's actually unfair, then you go around feeling like a little bit small and maybe you don't say your name when, when they, you don't correct people. But what if you knew it was okay to say, hey, that's not my name. My name is this. You can practice it and you can use that brave voice and you can be a super friend for yourself. Maybe you notice your classmates always getting their name said wrong, or maybe their gender pronouns are wrong. And you say, hey, that's not it. That's also like helping them, even if they don't say, hey, thanks for saying my name correctly. Hey, they just say, oh, that's what it feels like to not be alone. Right. I know that sometimes for me, just hearing that somebody else notices my problem or feels it, they don't need to fix it necessarily, but just my problem not being all my own, but somebody else being able to see it helps me. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's uh, that's really where I kind of come from. I, I'm kind of like, I can feel people, Ed. So I, I just kind of like observe and I'm like, oh, it feels like this person could just need someone to stand next to them. You know, this person could just need someone to say, hey, you know, they, they've been raising their hand. Or, you know, it's so okay, you know, can you call on them because they've been raising their hand? Or, like uh, Caitlin was saying, you know, names are important. So, can you please, you know, as long as we're polite and like all of these things, we could be bravely polite, <laughs> you know. As my friend, there is something that I might need you to do. Just because you say we need equality too Will you speak out, step up and defend my truth? If you do, I'll go with you Cause as my friend You will know the truth and love just who I am You will use your voice and make them understand You don't always see when they're lashing out at me I need to know that you will still believe me Standing up for me when they say those hateful things Hold my truth, hold my truth Hearts be loud, voices rising Will you be there for me? Always riding side by side Reaching out I need you Standing beside you Holding you up when you Falling apart and you can't get up You know you what are some ways we can notice when someone else might be having that alone feeling? You know that I got Other people have feelings in the world around you. And their feelings are connected to yours. When you are kind and fair and you stand up with your classmates, they're going to shine that light too. It affects everybody. So if we pretend nothing's wrong, if we pretend racism isn't happening, if we pretend it's inclusive, we pretend it's nice, that's not real. The noticing comes from the actions, right? And you know what we do as people is we instinctively want to hide it from everyone. Pretend that we're okay. I'll be there 
for you always riding side by side and sometimes you can see that in people too i need you said hey are you okay standing beside you holding you up when you how can i help falling apart and you can't get up you know you did you get your turn we'll be all right cause you know that i got you is there more for me to learn When you notice someone having an alone feeling or if you do have an alone feeling yourself and you get that bravery and you find some words and you share it with someone who you feel connected to, does it always work? Or what do you do if it doesn't work? Well, some things are really hard and that's just it. Like there's some things where I'm not going to put the blame here but i'm going to say what if you're in a place where you and your friend both know something's not working but the adults aren't listening that feels really hard because you're you actually know the truth and you're not seeing it held by people that are supposed to know what's going on so in those moments we have to seek out somebody to say you got it it's right and it's not working and i'll help you too so sometimes we need more other times, that friend might not even be next to you yet. But when you do see them, hold on to them. You are listening to Ear Snacks. We know that we have feelings, so many different feelings, unique to ourselves. And still, millions of people have that same thought, have that same feeling. You might think you're alone in a feeling, and there's too many people in the world for you to have this thought only on your, on your own. That's how you are not alone. If you have uh, dark thoughts, if you have light thoughts, if you have uh, emotional thoughts, we all do. You're not alone in it, and that's why... Uh, we put that message out there because sometimes people feel really alone in their feelings. It puts them in a place that they feel helpless and they're not alone either. People that feel helpless aren't alone either because there's so many people in the world that feel helpless. And just knowing that there's people in the world that feel the same things that you feel at any given moment, kind of, for me, it helps me feel uh, less alone. Mm. And less, uh, I don't know, sometimes um, helpless. Uh, it makes me feel less helpless because somebody else is, I know someone else is feeling that way. And I don't have to go ask that person. Uh, I, I know. I know there's people out there that feel the same way I do. So I'm not alone. Yeah. One, music connects us, right? Books and stories can connect us too. And what that means is we have a 
let's call it a palette, like of colors, of textures, of understanding that we can actually share and we can live in. So everything that we create is towards a place of belonging, where we are going to imagine it with you, because belonging is essential to our human survival. That's what we're here to do. Number two, alone feelings, um, they're not just about individuals. So there's this thing that unfortunately is working very, very successfully in the world and it's called oppression. Oppression. Oppression is when power and prejudice are kind of operating together. And this affects so many of us in our identities. When you have an alone feeling about who you are in the world and millions of other people are feeling that alone feeling, it's actually the systems of oppression operating and affecting So when you do stand up and you feel brave to talk about your feelings, you are actually in a legacy. Many, many years of people standing up and saying it's not fair and then making moves together to really end this system of oppression. So when we talk about our feelings, and yes, mom, parents, and aunties, and everyone listening, like, it's not just our kids, right? It's us too. So we're doing this together. That's what it's all about. I did want to share one thing with you about this book that was really yes. special to me because we have Tommy and I built trust with our communities. So the kids in the book, some of them look like us and some are our community and we believe in a beloved community. That means even if we are not like, you know, blood family or married in families, like we are family. So when we hold our kids stories up, there are kids too. And that's how we want you to love kids in the world. That's how we want you to love your neighbors. That's how you, we want you to look out for kids in your class or for other kids in your community. And when we wrote this, we also knew that the person reading the book might not have the same life experience as the child. So for example, I, I look like a white woman. I look cisgendered, all these things. My child, they're still figuring out their genders. They're um, Indian and also they have my heritage, which is Scottish and Irish. And so when I read the book to them, they have a very different experience than what I am living. And so the book has the experience for you to ask your own questions as a reader, for you as a listener to ask questions. And then when you pass the book to someone else in your community to share with your child, they're going to have different questions. And that's what I'm excited to see over time is like, oh, now I picked it up with my elder, my grandparent. Now I read it in my classroom and wow, I saw something new or they had questions about something that I didn't have questions about. And I think that's the magic of a story that has this kind of rich texture of community is that it's not one story. There's not one way to be a person. There's not one way to tell your story. There's not one way to be a kind and loving and brave voice. There's so many ways to do it and we have to learn from each other.
And it's really easy to say my story is important. But it's also easy to say your story is important. Mm. And ask about it. Ask more questions. Yes. Re-questions. <laughs> I love the idea that when you're reading this book, some questions might come up. And those questions are different for every person. And they're different on every day. And Polly, something you taught me recently is that sometimes our friends or kids have questions that don't need to be answered by me or by any grown-ups, really. The question might just be about being curious about something and noticing something and offering that. Yes. I sort of feel like when a kid asks a question that that is a very brave thing to do. And like you said, Tommy, earlier, sometimes the words are hard to find. So when a child asks a question, they have found the words. They're trying something. And they have found some bravery to put those words into a question. And as a grown-up, my job is not to answer that question. My job is to understand all that went into the question. Usually I say, well, what do you think? <laughs> First. <laughs> I would rather them kind of figure it out for themselves without, you know, without me, but I'm there to help. So it's usually like, I'm just here to listen to your question and I probably might respond to your question with a question. <laughs> and I will just say for parents out there, cause we are um, holding a lot, right? You're taking time right now. You're probably cooking dinner or driving with your beautiful family. So when we make space for thinking, when we make space for it, let's like, let's dance together. Let's play. Take a breath. If it overwhelms you, you can just say, I'm so glad you're asking questions. And give yourself time. If it makes you feel a certain way, you can say, um, let me think about it. You know, like, let's not knee jerk react. Let's just give space. Thank you. Thank you both so much for sharing about your work. Oh, we're so grateful, and we really hope you enjoy reading You Are Not Alone. Full of ear snacks. <laughs> have a questionful day. <laughs> Are you going to have a nice day? <laughs> hey. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you, you, community. Can we be friends? Everybody can be friends. I like knowing that I'm not alone. You can include them. By asking, are you okay? I'm always there when she needs help. And that's our show. Many, many heartfelt thanks to the Grammy Award-winning Alphabet Rockers, Caitlin McGaugh and Tommy Shepard. On this episode, you heard two of their awesome songs, You Are Not Alone, which is a song and it's now a book, and their song, Get You a Friend, which is from their new Grammy Award-winning album, The Movement. On this show, you heard their thoughts and their art, and now you need to go hear more of their music and get their book and support their work at alphabetrockers.com. Thank you to our friends... Maya, Elijah, Jacob, Alex, Carlo, Isabel, Miles, and their parents for sharing with us what they know about friends 
and about feeling alone. For more information or to be on the show, please visit earsnacks.org. Actually, how I met Lucian is his her, his parent is actually my mom's best friend. So and her name is Cher. Her name is her name is Sharon. Sharon with a Y. Her name is Sharon. She's a person. Yes, there are lots of ways to make friends. Snacks is made by Andrew and Polly. Thanks for listening.